All right, welcome to week 23 of the Helped Podcast. And here's Matt with announcements. I'm not sure if they count as announcements when we're talking about things that happened in the past, but we just got back from two trade shows this week. We were at OFC in San Diego and Miratech, Murtech, Miratech, no idea, in Las Vegas. Uh, so we're going to spend a couple minutes talking about what these shows are and the, the broad themes that we took away from them. Um, but really, getting out of the office, it's a chance for us to be customers. And so we're going to talk about some customer experiences that we've had. Yeah, I think it'll be fun to kind of talk about what shapes us and how we provide service to our customers and our clients. Um, and a lot of those things are, are just happening when we're, we're out of the office and, and out and about. Let's start with Las Vegas. Luis, how do you pronounce it and what's it all about? <laughs> so you pronounce it Miratech. Miratech, all right. M-U-R-T-E-C, and it's the Multi-Unit Restaurant Technology Conference. Mm. So Miratech is really the, inter- the intersection of giant global restaurant chains like Taco Bell, CKE, Domino's, Papa John, Yum Brands, with people who are at the edge of technology. So, um, so they get together once a year, and there's a, it's part trade show, part conference. Okay. And so what were the, the major themes? Like, What was the, the focus for everyone this year? Yeah, so it was interesting because there there were three things that they really that that kind of stood out. One of them was um, the ability to use technology as a way to improve both customer and workforce experiences. So over the last couple of years, um, workforce has become more of a focus for for businesses like restaurants, and they're trying to use technology as a way to help both customer and 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 employees um so now i'm thinking about how you can walk into a mcdonald's and just order off the screen and just pick up your food from a human is that improving something for the workforce is that improving the workforce and that you need them to do less well not kind of because if if you have um a system in which a person goes in and they order themselves then the information is clear for that employee. So when that employee delivers the food to the customer, um, the customer is going to get exactly what they wanted. They're less mad at the employee, and the employee doesn't have to deal with errors. Okay. So it sounds like it was a pretty interesting show. Now, the other show we attended was OFC in San Diego. David, what's OFC? So OFC is the Optical Fiber Conference. It's one of the bigger fiber optics shows, and it's really a, a... playground for people that are in the space to get together and you know learn from each other and lots of educational sessions and showing off of new technologies and were there any broad themes or exciting new technologies from the show this year yeah i mean specifically there were a couple of things that we kept seeing over and over again you know 400 gig and 800 gig stuff and then seamus and you know how i love talking about pronouncing things you did the mere tech earlier I didn't realize that C-M-I-S was pronounced as Seamus, like in the circles. That's what they call it. Psh, glad and I went to OFC. I didn't realize that C-M-I-S was. What? What is C-M-I-S? <laughs> so it's the Common Management Interface Specifications. Um, it's something that's you know in the registers of these high-speed devices that you know kind of tell the, the device what it's going to do and then tell the thing that it's plugged into what that device is going to do. All right, so Miratech was pretty straightforward. I go to restaurants. You, our listener, you go to restaurants. The technology they're talking about there matters to me. OFC, David, how does it matter to our listeners? You know, 
that's a really great question. Do you do you possibly have a phone in your pocket? I do. Is that phone connected to anything? Whoa. Whoa. So, I mean, OFC is all about the future of the technology in which we're going to be carrying internet. You know, there's a lot of things that we do on a daily basis that, that require 800 gigs, which is unheard of. Like, that was insane, you know, five years ago. It was like the boogeyman, and now it's something that there's booths everywhere talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's not bandwidth-specific, but I know there's that old, I think it was a Bill Gates quote about how no one will ever need more than 64 kilobytes of memory or something <laughs> crazy like that from 1983. And, and it's probably the, the same with bandwidth, the 800 gig thing. I, I know when we were in that industry, 800 gig was kind of the next thing on the horizon. Um, but people talk about getting a, one gig to their home, and that's kind of the future still. It's the, the imminent future. Yeah. But we're talking about 800 gig links as well. That does seem pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to get faster and faster. I I don't know. There was a story that, that Howard told me. Howard, if you're listening, um, drop me a note. I'll actually send you a text if you want to join us for one of these things. But he said something about, you know, maybe it was 10 years ago, seeing the most data being transmitted from one place to another. And it was at some sort of like... Uh, X Games or something like that. It was the ESPN team that were, you know, doing like live, like uncompressed, high definition video, and it was like insane to him. And it was under a gig. So I mean, it's just it's just the way we're going as as humans and our consumption. Yeah, it's why we have the sum of all human knowledge in our pocket now. Crazy. My mind's been blown on this one already three times. All right. So, like I said, we're not going to go too much into those actual conferences, but rather our experiences at those conferences. We got to be customers. Luis, do you want to tell us about Las Vegas, maybe the blackjack tables? Maybe you have a different customer experience? Yeah, so we're not going to talk about the blackjack tables today. Um, but it was really interesting uh, when, I, when I walked out of the hotel um, and I was in a line to get a, to get a cab, um, the, the attendant asked me about how my day had gone, how everything had been, if I had had a good time. So from his perspective, he was trying to figure out what my experience had been. And at the same time, he asked me about the show. And he asked me, you know, is the show going to be ending? What time is it going to be ending? Because he knew that as soon as the show ended, 500 people were going to be racing out of that hotel to get into cabs to get back home. And uh, so once I explained it, to him, he went out and he and he radioed in to make sure that there was enough staff and enough cabs coming in. And what I what I what I realized was, you know, this this guy's mission was to make sure that that customer experience was always great. So not only did he care about me at the moment, but he also cared about the 500 people that were going to be rushing into the uh, into that cab line. So for him, customer experience wasn't just the present, but it was also planning for the future, which I think is indicative of all of the kind of customer experience things that we've been seeing. Yeah, it's, it's awful when you walk half a mile to get out of the casino just to have to stand in a 10-minute taxi line. So That's good right. on him for making sure that the team was ready to deal with the influx of people trying to leave. Right. Yeah, I mean, I love that. It's scalability, right? And like that's one of the big things that we focus on. You know, At that time, he wasn't expecting the influx. You gave him the information, and then he was able to scale. And, you know, we talk to a lot of customers uh, of ours that are looking to do the same thing, but, you know, maybe they don't even have the intel yet. Maybe they're at a place where they're starting to understand, you know, that the efforts that they're, that they're taking are going to turn into needing more taxi cabs. 
And so, you know, we can be there at the ready. Uh, oh, shoot, am I shilling again? Not for the shilling, Sorry. not for the shilling. Yep. All right, so thank you to Random Taxi Man for making sure that uh, all of the Miratech attendees were, uh, were ready to go back to their hotels. Now, David, OFC, instead of, uh, you know, shilling, yeah, yeah. tell us about when you were a customer down in San Diego. Well, there weren't many interactions where I said, this is a really great experience, but there also weren't many where I said, uh, I don't really feel good about this experience. There was one that stood out to me. And the reason why it stood out to me was because it started as one of those ones where I was like, oh man, this is going to be a bad experience. But then it turned out to be a good one. Long story short, as if the story is long enough already with all of that lead up. All right, that's all the time we have. Yeah, Thanks no, no, for no, listening. So long, vroom, vroom. Story short, long story short, uh, it was the parking person. And we, you know, we drove up and uh, the car in front of us was, you know, almost, you know, aggressively talking to the parking person. And I thought, oh man, like something bad must happen to that, that guy in the car. Um, something's gotta be going on with his parking attendant. You know, not sure what's going on, but you know, we were afraid that, you know, maybe this was gonna be a bad experience. Maybe there's something wrong happening, whatever it was. So we pull up, uh, you know, we're kind of getting our teeth smiling and the attendant was wildly pleasant. And so it was like, all right, you know, that's all it took. That was, that was a professional. That was a, you know, a quarterback of a team that threw an interception and then turned right around to throw a touchdown. Uh, and so it was just, it was a really interesting experience. And I don't know, I think it's good for, for the people. Yeah, I guess even when there's a bad experience, it's it's salvageable. I think the key is always to look at what comes next. You're you're gonna make mistakes. Things are gonna go wrong. Is how do you keep putting one foot in front of another and, and doing what you can best the next time? Yeah, I think that's right. All right. Well, and you know when you started that story, I w- I was going in my head a different direction. I was thinking about another experience that we had where I thought it was going to be negative at first, and it, and it turned out pretty solid. We we went to happy hour as we're wont to do sometimes, <laughs> and uh, you know the, the place we went at, to down in the gas lamp district in San Diego there um, had a bunch of signs on the wall: happy hour this, happy hour that. We had walked in smack dab in the middle of happy hour, so we sit down. Hey, what can I get you guys? Oh, we saw that there was a happy hour menu. Oh, well actually, when there's conventions going on, we don't do happy hour. I'm thinking, all right, I, I guess they know this is how they get you. But the guy continued, I'm the head bartender, so tell me what you want, and I'm going to make this work for you. So he did. You know, he gave us a, a deal on the drinks. He was trying to push double shots on us, basically, margaritas with, you know, double tequila. He gets to save the trouble only to make one margarita. He's going to give us a discount on that, that second shot. So, you know, we ended up sticking around a couple drinks, had some food, and uh, had a good experience out of it, despite the fact that I felt a little bit slighted seeing all these posters on the wall advertising happy hour and being told no. What those signs say, it's not true. And by the time we left, we couldn't even read those signs, so it was perfect. Couldn't even tell you the name of the place. That's how, no, actually, <laughs> did, didn't have all that much. Got home safely afterwards. But, uh, yeah, again, we sat down. I thought it was a bad experience, and, and it turned out to be pretty good because the bartender just delivered a positive experience for us. It's impactful. All right. Do you guys have uh, any other stories from the road, Luis? Yeah, I, I want to go back to the uh, to the hotel example. So when I checked in... Um, I checked in at around noon, uh, but the uh, official check-in time was 3 o'clock. Mm. So I go to the front, and, and um, this hotel now has these kiosks. So, you know, the, the, the idea is to make your experience easier. A whole bunch of kiosks, you put in your ID, and then they give you your, your keys. Well, I'm checking in, and it tells me $50 to check in early. Oh. And I thought to myself, wow, I, I, I expect 
a fee when I check out late, mm-hmm. but I don't expect one to check in early because in reality, it doesn't cost the hotel any sort of operational, there's no operational cost for me going in early. And they actually should want me there as happy as possible because I'll check in my stuff, I'll go downstairs, have some lunch, and I won't be unhappy. Mm. So, you know, what What was really interesting about this hotel was the they started my experience pretty poorly, but they ended it really well, right? And one of the mm. things about kind of human experiences is that you remember the the entirety of the experience, basically what you did at the end. So you're saying you had a happy ending in the hotel room? Um, oh, whoa. I said out, I said this it was out, I said show. I said it was outside. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, listen. So the, the theme here is, you know, bad experiences can turn good with the right attitude, with the right people behind the team, with the folks that are, you know, trying to give a good customer experience. Um, and that uh, applies to everything. I mean, everything that we do is going to be impactful if it's bad and then really impactful if that bad thing turns good. That's very much the case. I'll, I'll finish with one example that's actually not from the road. Um, and this actually is it's a story from an old colleague of mine I was catching up with earlier in the week telling me a story about he went to visit his you know 80-something-year-old parents recently. They were having some issues with their cable, and they were on the phone with the, the cable guy when he arrived. Um, they, they put the phone on speaker so that you know my old colleague could listen in. Uh, I don't know exactly what needed to be fixed or replaced, but at some point, the, uh, the technician asked the, the old man, uh, get your mouse and go to you know whatever on your computer. And it turned out somehow that you know this old couple literally do not have a mouse in their household somehow. <laughs> uh, I don't know what device they were trying to connect to. They had no mouse to make it possible, though. So... You know, everyone got a little bit of a, a laugh out of it. I don't know exactly how they solved the issue. Uh, I don't think they had any urgency to go out and get a mouse because, you know, their life wasn't changing. They didn't suddenly need a mouse. Whatever the issue was, was, was put behind them. But nonetheless, the uh, the cable company, two days later in the mail, arrived a brand new mouse for them to use. So you usually think of cable companies as providing really poor customer experiences. I think most people are generally unhappy when they finally get off the phone with whatever, you know, they need done when they call a cable company. But in this case, kudos to the cable company for delivering a, a good, positive customer experience. Here I am, you know, evangelizing for them. I'd, I'd name the name if I remembered exactly what it was. It was either Cox or Charter, and honestly, I, I don't remember now. But good on one of the two of you, and shame on the other one for not being as good as the other. Did, did the mouse have, like, little holes in the box so that it could breathe during the... Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. All right, I think that's, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Squeak, squeak.